Okay, good evening, Rabbi Isai. We're on Daf Nun Aleph, Amid Aleph, at the Mishnah. Zak the Mishnah. Like you saw me by the aim of a person did not cover the pot. He did not finish insulating the pot during the daytime. You're not allowed to cover it when it gets dark. Zak Rashi. Right, we mentioned a few times already in this parak that there's a difference in halacha between hatmana on erev Shabbos and on Shabbos. That on erev Shabbos you only you're not allowed to be you're not allowed to do hatmana in a davar hamaisif hevel, but you're allowed to be to, to do hatmana in a davar hamaimid hevel. Some which maintains the heat, and on Shabbos you're not even allowed to do hatmana in a davar hamaimid hevel. Because we're afraid, maybe you'll make the food hotter in order to to make sure that the heat's being maintained. So you can't do any kind of hatamana on Shabbos itself. So if a person for, did not cover the pot he should, during the daytime, he should not cover it. Misha when it gets dark. Good evening, Gala. Good to see you again. Gala, if he covered what? Yeah, it's good. This is good, Baruch Hashem. Reach them soon in person. As soon as it's safe, as soon as the we get the green light. Oh. Yeah, it'll be good. What? We don't know. We'll find out. I don't know. Hmm? I don't know. Maybe I, I could be. It's not till ten. I have no idea. Maybe one does. We don't know. I I, I I assume they're not making any decision anyway until DeWine comes out with his um, with, you know, with the specifics tomorrow. So so I'm not I'm not even sure why they're having a meeting tonight unless it's about other things also. Okay. It could be it's a regular board meeting. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay, so in Iskala, let's say a person did Hatmana, and he was Machasa. He did regular Hatmana and Adabra, Hamayim Midhevel. Hatmana, that's allowed. In Iskala, and then it got uncovered on Shabbos. Mutl Chasai, so you're allowed to cover it again, because once you did it properly from before Shabbos, you're allowed to um, to cover it again. Now look at Taisis quickly. He saw in his galim butel chasayis. He left hand side in the near lari. The who I think the butel galois be a daim lachas Not only if it becomes uncovered, are you allowed to recover it? So too, you're allowed to do it lachatchila like that. You're allowed to be megalit be a daim and go ahead and cover it again. Kimoisha butel itlakte lachzir. Just like you're allowed to do chazar, you're allowed to take right if you have a, a blech. If you have a situation where if it's where it's garaf or katam. That you're allowed to do chazara, just like you're allowed to take the pot off and put it back on. There's so too by hatmana that you're allowed to take off. If you do hatmana and dara hamaymit hevel, that you're allowed to take off the top and put it and and put the top back on. So so it's fractaisis. Why do we say kisov in gala? Why do we say? Why don't we say it like that? That it's a bigger chiddush that a person's allowed to be megala and then and cover it again. So why do we say that he covered it and it got and it got revealed that you're allowed to recover it? So is a chiddush that we're talking about that it got revealed during the daytime. You're allowed to cover it even when it gets dark. You would think that it was, if since when Shabbos comes. Since the time Shabbos comes, it's right. It's uncovered already. So you think you're not allowed to recover it because it's not there was the there was something lacking. So really, the first time you're doing yeah. But if a person did it on purpose during the daytime, he uncovered it in order to cover when it gets dark. Because that will be considered, that will be similar to the Tchilas Hatmana, to the beginning of the Hatmana, that you're not allowed to do Hatmana L'Chatchila on Shabbos, even in a Dover Hamaymid Hevel, Masha and Cain, if it happens by itself, if it was Kisov in his Galim, let's say a person covered it, in a Dover Hamaymid Hevel, let's say, right, okay, not in a Dover Hamaymid Hevel, and which you're allowed to do, and it got uncovered, Zoktaisis, even during the daytime, you're allowed to cover it at night. But if you, if you, and now on Shabbos itself, on Shabbos itself, even if it was covered from the time of Shabbos, you're allowed to uncover it, uncover it again. But if a person uncovered it on his own 
on Arab Shabbos on Friday afternoon, and when Shabbos came, it was still uncovered. You now go ahead and cover lechatchila on Shabbos. That's called the chilas atman, and that's a problem. Good, that's Taisus. And a person's allowed to fill up a pitcher of water, and you're to put it into a pillow or a blanket in order to keep it cold. Or in order to make sure it doesn't get hot. And that the Gemara is going to talk about, about doing hatmana um, to keep something cold. That is going to be a machlaikas in the Gemara based on this last line in the Mishnah. You're allowed to do Hatmana in cold. No, you're now doing hat. You're you're allowed to do. You're now do Hatmana and hat on Shabbos. We're talking about on Shabbos itself, but on Shabbos itself, you're allowed to do Hatmana in cold. The reason why you now do hatmana and hat is because we're afraid you're going to heat it up, like Rashi said in the Mishnah, right? That's why you now do hatmana on Shabbos. Look at the look at the first exactly. Look at the first Rashi in the Mishnah. Right. Look at the first Rashi in the Gemara. What's the chiddush? In order to save it from the sun, it shouldn't get too hot. The chiddush is that we're not geyser to hatmana of hat. Well, back then, they only knew how to make it tough. They didn't know how to make it cold. That was why. Uh-huh. Okay. It could be. Well, the, po- right, the point is that we're not going from one to the other. We, we don't say that if we allow you to have money with cold, that you can come to have money in hats. We don't say you can do it. We, we understand that it's a different process. It's a different... Um, there are different guidelines. We learned it in the Mishnah. This person is allowed to fill up a pitcher and put it under the pillow or under the blanket. So Abayah said, Rabbi Yehudah Shmuel is telling us a big chiddush. He's telling us much more than we would know from the Mishnah itself. If it was just from the Mishnah, I would say, that's dafka something which it's not the derech to do hatmana with, like a pitcher of water. Look at Rashi. It's not usual to take a pitcher of water and put it under a blanket or a pillow. I mean, it's not something that you do hatmana with in, in, in a hat thing. So that's why there's no gzera called out to hat. But let's say you have a kind of thing that if this thing were to be hot, I mean, let's say you had a cold egg and you want to keep it cold, okay? So it's a kind, and you're putting it in, I don't know, you're putting it in a, in a, in a what's it called, in a sheet, in a, in a towel. And it's a kind of thing that with a, if it was hot, you would want to do hot tomato and a hot thing also. Rashi says, I would say you, you, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. That's the Kamash which we would not see from the Mishnah itself. From the Mishnah, I only know something which is not darker lahatman in hot, but I would not know about something which is darker lahatman in hot, that you could also do that in cold, that even in that there's no gzera cold because of hot. One was before he heard... Um, from Rabbi Shmuel Bar Rabbi like we'll see in a second. Halabasu the One of them was after he heard from Rabbi Shmuel Bar Rabbi Then he deferred to Rabbi Shmuel Bar Rabbi even though he was the Nasi. Right. Right, because of what he heard from Rabbi Shmuel Bar Rabbi like we're going to see in a second. He had the Yasef Rabbi like that, like like we saw the story that Rabbi was sitting. and he said, "Us Lamin said Tainain. It's us that we see there was a story that it happened. We we see where the switch took place." Well, he changed the place. He was sitting and he said, That's what Rebbe originally said. That's what Rebbe said to Rebbe. My father, Rebbe, 
allowed to be mati, to be to do hatmana in signing. So Amar, so Rabbi said, very good. I'm changing my opinion. You sang, sang in the name of Rabbi Yaisi. Um, Rabbi Yaisi, you sang in the name of your father, Kfar Hayyazakin. So that's um, you, so. So Rabbi deferred to Rabbi Yaisi Shita. Amar Papa, Papa. Rabbi Yaisi was a Tana. Rabbi Yaisi was a Tana. Rabbi Yaisi was a Tana. Not much earlier. He must. He was. He, he was the generation before me. He, one generation because he was. To, he was sitting with Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yaisi, and Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yaisi quoted his father. He said, "Oh, Kfar Harizakin, right?" Zakimara. Right. 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 I'm right, Papa. Come and see from this mice. Come and have Look how much the Tanoim were mechab each other. They mechabed each other. They loved each other. They mechabed each other. Sheilu Rabbi Yaisi Kayom. Because if Rabbi, this is go, goes to your question, Ira. Sheilu Rabbi Yaisi Kayom. If Rabbi Yaisi would have still been alive, Hayakafa v'Yaisel v'Fnei Rabbi, he would have deferred to Rabbi because Rabbi was the Nasi. Rashi says. Look at Rashi. Kavit Hanasius because of the Kavit of the Nasius, he would have deferred to Rabbi. If he wouldn't, he wouldn't have passed in front of Rabbi. Alfi Shagadli Menu. Even though Rabbi Yaisi was greater than Rabbi in learning, Rashi says he still would have deferred to him because of, because of his position. Why? How, how do we know he would have deferred to him? Right. The Rishma of Rabbi Yaisi. The Mamali Makom Avayis of have a Kavit Viyashel Lefnei Rabbi. So we're going to assume that he too was greater than Rabbi in learning, and he was Rabbi. It's interesting because Rabbi Yaisi was a generation before, and so and he was Kavi of the Kamar, and still Rabbi says Rabbi said So Rashi says God love in Nasi love. Rabbi deferred to him even though he was the Nasi, and he could have he said no, I'm the Nasi. He still he was he still deferred to to Rabbi Yaisi. Talk to Rabbi Yitzchak. Rabbi Nachman. Daru Avdei. Rabbi Nachman said to Daru, his servant, "At me and lead Sinai." He told him two things. This is on Shabbos. He said, "Do hatmana for me in cold. Do do hatmana and something cold for me. Whatever the cold thing was that he was talking about that he gave him." And the second thing, bring me water that this guy, um, this non-Jew, um, heated up. Look at Rashi. That a, a non-Jewish baker heated up. That was a separate thing. It wasn't it? Wasn't it? Didn't know, both both things didn't happen on Shabbos. The first thing happened on Shabbos. The other thing happened during the week. You let it get hot water that a Gentile heated up. There's no problem with bishul akum on hot water. Right. Right. Exactly. You're right. I mean, right. So obviously, in a right, go to a rest stop and get a coffee. That's also, also that's not bishul. That that's that, that's also like that'd be like similar to pass pal or anybody. Even in a non-Jew's house, uh, he could make you a, right. He could make you a hot a hot, a hot drink, as long as whatever the cup. There's no bishlag. The cups are kosher. Whatever. Right. Shem Rabami the Ikbid Rabami heard and he was mocked. He, he said he, he he didn't like this. He didn't like either one. Our Rabbi Yisef, Rabbi Yisef, my time Ikbid. Why are you mocked on what on what um, where on what Rav Nachman did? Right. To Rav Vaseyav, he's doing like his Rabbeim. One of the things that he did was like Rab. One was like Shmuel. Shmuel like Shmuel. Don't Rabbi Demar Shmuel because he's saying that Shmuel. He's right, exactly. Like we had before, that you're allowed to do hatmana and cold food because we're not guys are cold at hot. And he's like, Rav, said in the name of Rav, anything which is, can be eaten the way it is raw, besides the hot water, there's no bishalakum also on, on certain vegetables that can be eaten raw. Um, it's it, there's no bishul akum. There's certainly on a hot, on a hot cup of water. There's no problem with bishul akum. So carrots, right? Yeah. Anything which can be eaten raw, there's no problem. Of, uh, right? There's no problem with bishul akum. So he answered back. 
Husavar, so why, why did, um, why was Ravami Makpid on what Rav Nachman did? Husavar, and he held Adam Chashav Shaini. That an Adam Chashav is different. Why is an Adam Chashav different? Because people will say, ah, look, he's being Makel. Right, or you don't. Oh. I look, I look at what Boromir says, I'm going to do it, and I try to do a little less, so. <laughs> Right, if an, if an Adam Chashev is... Also, the, because the people who are looking at the Adam Chashev, they don't understand the reasoning behind it. So, let's say, uh, the Stama guy sees an Adam Chashev have a cup of tea that was heated up by a guy. He'll say, oh, there's no problem with Bishlag. He doesn't realize that a cup of tea is different than a baked potato, or than a grilled cheese sandwich, or, or whatever it is. So, he doesn't know... If you don't know the svar behind it, they don't know... How to discern? So therefore, an Adam Chashav has to be even more careful. Even though we said that you now do hatmana, even in something which is not ma'is of hevel, after it gets dark, meaning like we said a few times already in this parak, the now do hatmana on Shabbos, even in something which is ma'imid hevel, which keeps the heat in. The reasoning being, like Rashi said on the top of the Amid, and Rashi said before, because. If you let it do hatman on Shabbos, even some of you say, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping it. Let me just get it a little hotter before I wrap it up." A person's gonna, gonna, gonna forget himself. What you're allowed to now let it do on Shabbos? Still, in bala ha'isif ma'isif. If a person wants to add on to the hatmana that was done on Friday afternoon from before Shabbos, which was done in a proper way, you're doing Hatmana, not another Hamaisvel, but another Hamaimid Hevel, which you're allowed to do from before Shabbos. And if a person wants to add on to that from before Shabbos, he's allowed to do that. Kate how does he do that? Rabshimakamil explains, not only allowed to add on, you're allowed to switch it up. If something's already Hatmana was done in a proper way, you're allowed to take off the sheets. And you're allowed to put in the glufkarin. Look at Rashi. It's a coat. It's something much thicker than a sheet. And it has even more hevel than the sedinim. That's the chiddush. And in the, in, the, in the summer days, so you're allowed to do it the other way also. But the chiddush is even bigger that you're allowed to take something, you're even allowed to, um, you're allowed to take the thinner sheet off and put on something. Um, which is Maisif Hevel, which, which is going to keep it even hotter, or keep the heat in for longer. Rashi says, Yesh by Hevel, Yesh bin Asadinim. Rashi never said it's Maisif Hevel, but it's going to keep the heat in for longer, let's say. You're allowed to do that. Right, very good. It's right, right. So since you did it beheter on Friday afternoon, you're allowed to even switch it up on, on Shabbos itself. Good. So to Rabbi Shimon Gamliel also was Makel another Kula in Hatmana Rashi said. Rashi says, When do we say that you're not allowed to do Hatmana on Shabbos? Even in a Dabra Hamaymid Hevel? That's only in the food in the in the pot that the co- that the food was cooked. But let's say you switched it from one pot to another pot. So now it's in a klisheni. Mutter, it's mutter. Why? What's the svar behind it? If a person is switching it from, from klirishin to klisheni, which we know has a cooling effect, which is why lahalacha, klirishin and klisheni is totally different, like we had earlier on in this parak or in the parak before, about adding salt and, and spices, what kind of spices you can add in a klirishin and a klisheni, right? We spoke about that. In klisheni, it's totally, it, it's, it's much colder. So a person switching it from from klirishin to klisheni, asuchi kamersachla. The whole reasoning behind the iser hatmana falls away. We're not afraid it's going to heat it up anymore. The person obviously is not concerned with. He doesn't want to make it hotter. Maybe he wants it even to be colder. So therefore, the gzera, the reason for the gzera falls away. And therefore, so even though sometimes the chacham say, sometimes the chacham say light plug. Right? Even if the reason for the gzera is not there anymore, they'll say, no, like Paul Sometimes they say that, sometimes they don't. We have to listen to when the Chacham said, like plug. Over here, saying that since the whole reason falls away, because in fact it's the opposite, the guy is cooling it off, so therefore you're allowed to do hatmana when you switch it from pot to pot. Right. Right. 
Right, exactly. Yeah. So that's where I invite Shabbos. Let's say a person um, did Hatmana and Kisoy. I mean, he had Hatmana from the sides, and he did Kisoy in something which is not Mukta. He did Hatmana on the three sides, bottom and the sides. And something which cannot be moved on Shabbos, but he covered it over and something which could be which could be moved on Shabbos. In both of these cases, you're allowed to be Neutel Machzer. Look at Rashi over here. Important Rashi. For the last thin line, I raise the Neitel The Kisoy since the Kisoy could be taken is is allowed to be moved. Right in both cases, either when everything is movable, everything's not mukta, or just the Kisoy is not mukta. Since the Kisoy is not mukta, Migala Hakdera Vaichza, you let to reveal the Kdera Vaichza and grab the Kdera. But now, right now, Rashi is going to explain the next Gemara, which we'll see the Rashi first, and we'll see it in the Gemara. But let's say you did Hatmana and Kisoy in which is Mokta. I feel Taman Or even if you did Hatmana in something which is not Mokta, but you covered it with something which is Mokta. If part of the mouth of the pot is not revealed, you're not allowed to take it on Shabbos. The ain't loy because you have nothing to grab onto it with. Frak Rashi vim taimar yifnes vivaiseha. Why don't we say you could let's push the stuff off the sides, but but with the shinoi. And the side and the sides are and the sides are things which are movable. Sorry, So grab it from the sides. Right? Since the side stuff are not mukta in one of the cases, so take the stuff off the sides and then and then hold the pot from the sides and push off the thing which is mukta on the top, because that's you don't get shalikadarka, you're doing it in a way of a shinoi. That should be okay, like we learn later on. In Paragnitol, however, shall be a chavit. If you have a stone on top of a barrel of wine, matal tzid of inay felas. Right, it's total manatzad is mutter by most kinds of muktza. Vim hayse bein a chavit. Let's say there was a barrel and other barrels there, and you didn't want the stone to injure the to to damage the barrels. Magbia, you're allowed to lift it up with matal tzid of inay felas. So we see over there, you're allowed to do it. So how come over here, Frakt Rashi, in a case where the where the hatman on the side is something which is not muktza and only the top is muktza? Why are we saying you're not allowed to access it on Shabbos? Why don't we say you let it move the stuff on the sides, hold, grab the pot from the sides, turn it over, let the top part, which is mukta, fall off, like we say by the stone later on that's on top of the chavis. So Taisa said, Rashi answers, second to bottom line of Rashi, Ho Kimna Hasim Over there, we Zetzadai, we established that the case of the barrel is one where a person forgot the stone on top of the barrel. What's the difference if he forgot if he put it there on purpose? Ah. If you put it there on purpose, then the barrel becomes a bus, and then the barrel itself becomes mukta. Then you can't pick the barrel up and shake it off because then it becomes mukta. And so, and so too over here. Um, and so too over here, if the person put it at the top of the pot, the, the top of the um, hatmana, the kisui, he put it on on purpose. So over here, if the kisui is mukta, so you're not going to be so. So it's not like a case of the of the stone where you put it on where you forgot it, but you put it on on purpose. So the bottom part is going to be a bus as ha'aser. So therefore, you cannot pick up the pot from the sides and shake off the top because the whole pot becomes a bus as ha'aser. Now Rashi finishes off the bottom line, but where part of it's revealed, ain't that total? Then it's not considered total. Because you could do it with a shinoi, and the kisoi falls off on its own. That's not called that you're moving mukta. But if you have to lift up the pot, and the pot itself has become a bus, that's a problem. Okay, good. Back in the Gemara. So now we're going to see in the Gemara is going to. Um, no, no, not Tanur Rabban. Sorry, eight lines in the bottom. No, sorry, Taman Vakisa. Six lines in the bottom. Taman Vakisa, Dabran, Double Shabbos. The person Taman Vakisa, Dabran, Double Shabbos. I Taman Dabran. So all the explanation for this Gemara we already saw in Rashi. We're going back to the Gemara. 
Um, so if part of it, if the top is, if the whole thing is, is not Muktzah. Or if you buried it in Muktzah, but the top is not is not Muktzah, you're allowed to take the top off and put it back in. Let's say you um, did Hatmana and Kisoy in something which is not Nittal B'Shabbos, which cannot be moved on Shabbos, it's Muktzah. Or the whole thing is Muktzah. Part of it's revealed, like we just explained in Rashi, part of the top's revealed, you could take food and put the pot back in. And if not, Good. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Na'iris shall pishton daka harei hi kezevel. So we had this earlier on in the parak a few blad ago, that pieces of thin flax is like fertilizer. So Rashi, the maisif havla, right, like we said in the Mishnah, the first Mishnah in the parak said, zevel, fertilizer, something which is maisif havel, and you now do hatmanan in it, even mebayit yayim, because you now do hatmanan in it, which is maisif havel, mebayit yayim. So Rabbi says, pieces of thin flax is like zevel, which really the Gemara said that earlier, and we're repeating it now over here um, for some reason. Maybe that's just maybe that's that's the end of that price. Sorry, we quoted Rabbi Huda earlier. Over here, it's the it's the place of the price. But the Gemara is not going to go into that now. Which Rashi brought down earlier in the parak. Also, you're allowed to put a kettle of water on top of another kettle of water. and one pot on top of another pot. Now Rashi changes the gear. So over here. Um, Rashi changes the gear, so that you're allowed to do both. Rashi says, "Yesh svarim, shakasven avloy me'el gavim." Every time we mention the Gemara, we're coming to my seventh. Albatayz garcinam, seventh garcinam mechamal gavikter. Rashi doesn't like that gear, so Rashi prefers the following gear, so. And Rashi says, "You're also allowed to put." Look on the side. He says, "Zacharim ukder al gavim mecham." You let it do both. You're allowed to put a kettle on top of a pot, a pot on top of a kettle, and a pot on top of a pot, and a kettle on top of a kettle, because none of these things is, um, are considered bishal, um, and it's not considered hatmana. There's no hatmana going on over here. All it is is the. Um, you're keeping things hot. That's all it is. So if you have a cholam pot that's on on Shabbos, you're allowed to put another pot on top of it to keep, to, 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 to keep it hot. Right, so he says in the sub Avaloi is a mistake. So some people had that gersa, but Tysus doesn't have that gersa, Tysefta does not have that gersa, and on the side he, he takes out that gersa also. So we're not going to go with Avaloi. He says, but you, the, it's, that's a mistake, right. It's Ukudeira. It says, Vitarach Limer, it's inside, Ukudeira, Gabi Mecham, Umecham, Gabi Kudeira. You're allowed to do all that. Vitarach has Bebebatek, and you're allowed to um, put some pieces of dough. Um, around the sides of the pot to keep the heat in. Now, the dough has to be prepared from before Shabbos, Rashi says. And all of, these, all of this you're allowed to do because um, not because, as long as the person is not doing it, Rashi says, if the top pot is cold and you put it there, said it should become hot, that might be a problem. Elbish Right, El you right. The loy b'shvil If you do it so that it should heat it up, it's a problem. El b'shvil mishumarim. Only so that you should be able to maintain the heat. Right. Right. Now we'll put stuff on top of. Right. We'll put like a pan of something. Let's you have. Um, let's you have chicken from Friday night, and you want to get it warm for Shabbos day. We'll put it on top of the. Um, We'll put it on top of the crock pot, but that's different. Your, your, your hot water, right, or your hot water. Right, right. You'll on top of the hot water. That's, so that's different because um, why is that different? I don't know, but it's different. Okay, I have to look into that. And this Brysa holds that just like you now do Hatmanu with Hatot, you now allowed to do Hatmanu with cold, like we discussed on the top of Amrav. Rebbe Hitler Latman is a Tainan. Rebbe says you're allowed to do Hatmanu with Tainan, like we discussed on Amrav. The Rebbe holds you're allowed to do Hatmanu with Tainan because there's no Gzeira of Tainan at Uchama. You're allowed to put cold stuff, you're allowed to do Hatmanu with cold things. We're not afraid that you're going to come to do Hatmanu with, with hot things. 
You're not allowed to smash. Look at Rashi. You're not allowed to crush ice or snow on Shabbos. If you want to get water out of it, you don't have to do that. Rashi says it's like mylid on Shabbos. And it's It's like you're creating these waters. Very interesting. You have to know what Rashi means, right? We've spoken about Neulet beforehand in the context of Muktza. Right? Neulet is a certain kind of Muktza. Beish and Aldebiyantav, if you have an egg that's born on Shabbos, that's Neulet. Over here, it's, it's unclear if Neulet means, it's like, it doesn't sound like Rashi, it's a Muktza kind of thing. It sounds like more it's an Isser Malacha, right? Muktza is not Malacha. We have to remember that Muktza is an Isser Durabanan. And the Rambam says the reason why we, a lot of things, things are Muktza is because or else Shabbos is going to look exactly like Chal. That's what the Rambam says. Um, over, and and, and Neulet is a kind of Muktza. Neulet is a kind of Muktza. Over here, Rashi is saying, look at Rashi, Kedeche Yezuvu Meimov, Mishum Dukamoylet B'Shabbos. And he's being moilet on Shabbos. He's um, creating something new. It's similar to a malacha that he's creating this water. I don't know. Now, you remember we had Rashi a few blad ago about the um, the Shemen Tachas Haner about... Um, it's the Rashi says If you make something, if you take a keli, which it would have been usable, and you're putting it under the ner, Rashi says like you mechabre betit because you're making it that it's not nittel b'shabes anymore. You're being mavatal klima echana. Rashi says So we spoke about that. I said what mulacha is it similar to, to? So we said maybe baina. Then Yosef Zoyman said maybe saiser, and I said I saw the Ritzvataka brought down that it's like saiser. But I was thinking of in, right. But I was thinking in that Rashi and in this Rashi also. And I mentioned that then, maybe briefly. It, it could be, it's not necessarily that it's similar to one of the 39 malachas. But the same way, like I said before, the muktza is asimadura because the Rambam says, um, because it's of the dechoil, and it's going to come out of the Shabbos and look. So, so two things which look like, which, which are daimalamalacha, because it has the qualities so over here, you're creating something new. That's daimalamalacha. Over there, you're, you're connect. you're. Maybe it's not, it's just diamond to the Indian of the Malachas Bechlal. I don't know. Good. It's like smacks, it smacks of Malacha. Right. Yeah. It's not like that Shabbos kind of thing. Right. right. Maybe. I don't know. One second, let's just finish up. But you're allowed to put snow or, or shellac or bird or hail into a kais, into a cup. And even if, you're, even if your intention is that you want to drink ice-cold water, let's say you're, in the, you're sitting in the summer, you're sitting outside, and you don't have cold water, you say, oh, you know, get me a, a, a cup of ice, I'll wait till the water melts, and this way I'll have ice-cold water. That's not a problem, because you're not doing anything but you're dying, you're not smashing the water. You're allowed to do that. You're putting it into the cup, then it melts on its own. Rashi says... It's melting on its own. It's not because you're not doing a malacha. The fact that something's melting and now it has now it, that's what you, that was your purpose. That doesn't make a difference. You're not doing any malacha. How do you not loch by Matt Timeman? With what is an animal allowed to go out with? What was an animal not allowed to go out with? Look at the first Rashi in the Mishnah. What, 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 why can't an animal go out with anything? Excuse <laughs> me. A person is, is commanded on the, his animals resting on Shabbos. Because the pasuk says, the pasuk says, right? Atu binchavitecha, avduchav amoschav amtecha. A person is mitzvah shvises behemtei b'shabes. A person's animals also are not allowed to do real malacha on Shabbos. So look at Rashi. He said, now the Mishnah is going to explain what is considered a tachshit, what's a masoi, what is an animal allowed to carry on Shabbos that is not considered carrying, it is considered carrying. Umidi the minter or behema avi tachshit, something that's a shmira for the behema that you needed to watch the the behema. Is considered a tachshit. That's like an ornament. For orcha, that's normal. Veloy havi masui. 
that's not considered something that is like a burden, that's an extra thing that the animal is carrying that really does not belong on the animal. That's something that doesn't fit. And we did the loyman to Rebbe Havi Masoi, and something which he's not guarded with um, is considered a Masoi, and that's what the mission is going to go through over here. Okay, now I wrote down some of these words, but I might need help with some other some of the other ones. I may have forgotten to write some of them. A camel could go out with a halter. Right, the halter is the rule could go out with a chatam, Rashi says, Mefarish Begumar. Begumar is the explainment of chatam is, the Luvdekim Beprombia. Rashi also says, Mefarish Begumar. We'll see in the Gemara what it means. The Sus Bashir. A horse could go out with a collar. Right, that's around the neck. Around the neck, right. And we'll see soon the Gemara is right. The Chol Bali Asher Yetzimashir. Any animal that's normal for it to wear a collar could go out with a collar. And then Shacham Bashir, and they could be pulled with a collar. Which the Gemara is going to talk about later on. It seems like it's a little redundant. Um, also regarding the collar, Umazin, the Gemara wants to talk about the collar. The Mishnah mentions two more halachas. Umazin alehen bim kaiman. The Bach puts in, like Rashi's Gersa. bim kaiman. Let's say this collar, a collar of an animal, became Tame and Tomas Mace. But it's stuck around the animal's collar, around the animal's neck. You're allowed to sprinkle the ashes of the paraduma on the collar while it's on the animal's neck. That's that, that's the halacha mazalim bim kaiman, bitayvlam bim kaiman. And let's say the animal, let's say also it became tummy not through tumas mace, through a different tuma that this this collar has to go into the mikvah in order for it to become tar. You also, you bring the animal to the mikvah. It's not, not, not a common thing. Well, nowadays it's not common. You wouldn't see it. Now we don't have Tumor and Tyra. Um, now you wouldn't want to go to the mikvah after that, maybe. Right? Yeah, it's just saw a camel in the mikvah. Right, right. I guess, right. You bring it to the mikvah, right? It's a special price. You know how in the mikvahs they have a price. $6 for Arab Yonza, $7 for Arab Kipper, $9 for a camel. You machnis behema into water, to tvila on the shear on the collar. Yeah, my brother once had a story uh, that my brother was um, going to to mikvah on M and Fourth to be tivel to his kalim. He had a bunch of new things he had to be tivel: some knives, some plates with some stuff. Anyway, a knife fell into the mikvah. It was in Robbie Herbst's mikvah, on Emony's Fourth in Flatbush. So the knife fell in, it was a big knife, and it went all the way in. And my brother had no choice. He had to go in into the Kayla mikvah. Um, so he, what did he do? He, so he got undressed, and he went down into the mikvah. And it, was, this, it wasn't on a Friday, it was a regular day. All of a sudden, the rabbi of the shul <laughs> opens up the door. My brother's coming out of the mikvah with a knife. <laughs> so, you know, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Zak to Gemara, my naka bechaitam. What does it mean that a naka could go out with a chaitam? What, what, what does this mean? I mean, the Mishnah, the Gemara is saying we don't know what either of these things are. Amarav, Avrachana, naksa chiyorti, his mama defars a white um, female. Um, camel is allowed to go out. Rashi says it's a very wild kind of um, kind of camel. Rashi says it's kashulish stammer nature by rocks. It runs away. It's 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 vild. His mama defars with an iron thing in its nose, an iron nose ring. I don't know iron. Sorry, it's 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 a it's a strong nose ring that you put it in. It's like it's like it's a ring. It's probably made out of iron. No, iron is said about something. Yeah, it is iron. Zimavu de Farzla, an iron nose ring. So a female, a white female camel, is allowed to go out with an iron nose ring because for that animal, that's its shmira. That's what's normal for it in order to make sure that it doesn't run away. So for that animal, it's not considered a masoi. And that's why it's, it's allowed to go out with it on Shabbos. Exactly. 
it was half a year's distance to go, well, to go to Lov to buy a donkey, and they weren't going to do this for, um, for him. So he said, okay, we're not going to go get, get you a Lubian donkey from a half a year away. And they gave him an Eitzah, Liknois Chamar. It's interesting, right? We, have, we had yesterday's daf. We had about half a year with um, Barbe Rav Dechad Yoyma. We mentioned that Rashi, there was two Pshatim what Barbe Rav Dechad Yoyma was. Um, and Rashi said one of the Pshatim was, based on the Gemara and Chagiga, you had that Talmud that used to travel half a year in order to go learn for one day. So you have this Chatsi Shana here also, right? Kedar Ba'gaizel. Pesu Eitzah, Liknois Chamar B'mkaymai. They gave him an Eitzah. They should buy a local donkey. Give him barley, and you'll have a good strong donkey. You don't have to go get a Lubian donkey for yourself. Good. That was that story. Yeah. Um, good. They switched around the case of the mission in front of Rebbe, and they asked him as follows. If you have, are you allowed to put one kind of nose ring or guard in the other animal? What's the halacha? Meaning, we said in the behemoth that a gummel could go out with an afsar and a naka with a chaitam. What about a naka with an afsar and a gummel with a chaitam? What's the halacha with that? So the Gemara says, A female donkey with a regular halter is not a shayla. Why? A female donkey is more, more wild, apparently. Cave and Deloitte Mintera, or this, this white female donkey. Um, camel, sorry, camel. So, sorry, I keep saying donkey. I, I said camel before, I don't know why I said donkey, right. Okay. Um, a white female camel is not a Shiloh. Cave and Mintera Bay. Why? Because since this regular halter will not do anything, Mintera means Shmira, will not guard it, Masuhu. So it's just an extra piece of luggage that's schlepping around. It's a master, it's a burden. And in Mela, you're not allowed to carry it on Shabbos. It's considered, it's a, it's a problem of Shvises Behemtai. It's, it's a Masoy. Kitibay When do you have a question? The other way around. Gomel Bechatomai. A regular camel with a Chatom. With a, um, what do we say a Chatom was? We said an iron 
um, nose ring. My came to Sagli, but after do we say since a regular camel? It's enough for it to have a regular halter. So male and you have something extra masu. That's a masu. That's considered a burden because it doesn't need such a strong shmira. I don't more maybe nitirusu yaserto lamin masu. Even if it's sufficient to have a regular halter on a camel, but you're using an extra shmira, that's not considered a masu. That's not a burden because lemaisa is getting the job done. I mean, if it's a less of a shmi, if it doesn't get the job done, so of course it's a masri because it's, it's an unnecessary appendage that it's carrying and it's not doing anything. It's not serving any purpose. But on the other hand, if you have something which is too, too good, too good's not a problem. Maybe too good's not a problem. Or no, or do we say if it's too strong that you don't need it, that's also considered a masri. Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yaisi said back, um, said and said, "Kach Amar Abba." This is what my father, Rabbi Yaisi, said. Arba behemois yaitzis ba'afsar. Four animals are allowed to go out with an afsar hasu with a halter hasus a horse. Va'pered and a mule. Ba'gamol and a camel. Bachamar and a donkey. Why did he say those four? Lamute mai. What are we coming to exclude? Lav lamute gabel bechatam. Aren't we coming to exclude both of these things? That a, a, a regular camel can't go out with a with a nose ring. Um, so we see that a shmir yaseira is considered a masoi. So our light lamute nakabafsar. It's coming to exclude a nakabafsar. This white female camel can't go out with a halter. Because since it doesn't, it's not enough to guard it. So that's for sure considered a masoi. Good. So you have no right. The masnisa to know in the brayso we learned luvdekim egamol yaitzim baafsar that luvdekim and a gamol um, could go out with an afsar. It's unclear exactly what this masnisa to is doing right in the middle of here. Because then we're going to go right back to what we said before. So Let's say it's machleikus tanoim whether a shmir yaseira. Is considered a masoy or not? Meaning, some which you you could get bar with less, and you have something more on it. A wild animal is not allowed to go out with a with a thick um, a thick leash, a thick rope. Chananya says a wild animal could go out with a thick rope. And anything else which which keeps it safe. So the Gemara says, What kind of animal are we talking about? If you're gonna say with a big a big chaya, Rashi says like a beer. Misagi la sugar is a rope big enough? Is a rope strong enough for it? We can't be talking about a chaya gedoyla like a like a, a bear. A rope around a, 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 a rope for a leash is not going to do anything for it. So obviously that's not what we're talking about. Of course you wouldn't be able to go out with that because it doesn't do anything. Maybe we're talking about like a weasel, Rashi says, a very small chaya. So, Miloy Sagi love sugar. Certainly, a rope is good for it. So, what would be the machlaikas between Chananya and the Tanakama? What, why, would, why would the Tanakama say you're not allowed to go out with it? Of course, it's enough. El Lav Chosel. We're talking about a cat. El Lav Chosel, you can be a cat, that would be the machlaikas. Tanakama Savar. The Tanakama holds. Came in the Sagi love and Alma. Since a cat, you could use a very thin piece of string in order to keep it safe. Masoyu, so if you have a thicker string, it's going to be considered a masoy because it's unnecessary. So we see that something, which is a shmiri yaseira, is a masoy. The chananya savar, and chananya holds no. Kolnati rusi yaserta, loyamrina masoyu. Anything which is an extra shmira is not considered a masoy because since it gets the job done and since it has a purpose, even though theoretically you could have gotten by with less, that's not considered a masoy. Let's just do a few more lines. We'll do a story that, that, that connects to this. Levi, the son of Rav Huna Barachia and Rabbi Barahuna were going on the road. The Chamar of Levi, the donkey of Levi, went before the Chamar of Rabbi Barahuna. He thought that Levi was trying to one-up him. He thought because and, and he was greater. Rabbi Ravuna was greater. He thought he was he was it was a pagaminous covered. So Omar he said, Emile Milsa, 
So the other one said, Levi, the son of Rav Huna said, let me tell him a Dvar Torah to show him that I'm not, Rashi says, I'll share with him a Dvar Torah to show him, no, I'm not trying to show that I'm greater than him, we're good. So he said to him, He said, oh, I'm going to share you a word to show him that, that his animal just misbehaved. So he said, oh, a donkey that misbehaves like mine, right? my donkey misbehaved, it went in front of yours, and it shouldn't have gone in front of yours. So is it allowed to go out with the prumbia? Like we said, what's a prumbia again? We said in the Mishnah, we said in the Gemara, what is it, the bit that goes in the mouth? Is it allowed to go out with it? With the iron bit on Shabbos. Rashi says, is it considered a Shmira Yaseira or not? Is it excessive? Amar Lay, so he said back to him, so right, so he showed him that he didn't have Kavana for his animal to go ahead. No, it's a misbehaving animal. Amar Lay, he said back to him, Hachi Amar Avoch Mishmed Shmuel, Aloch Gechananya. Your father said in the Amishmuel that Aloch is like Hananya, and a Shmira Yaseira, excessive Shmira, as long as it gets the job done, is not considered a Masoyan Shabbos. We'll stop over here. Shkayev. Since it was his father, since it was his father that said it, he knew the answer, right? He was just trying to show Kavod that I'm not trying to get ahead of you. It's, you know, you should know that this is not something intentional. Oh, very good. Okay. So, so, I hear it. Right. Rashi's... Gonna, who says that? <laughs> it says it right in the Shabbat. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, so Rashi said because Rashi's... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I thought just from the Shaila itself, Hamarsha Asakabram, he's showing all the my my animal misbehaved. Okay, very good. Shkaya. Okay. I got an after everybody said. Oh, I'll stay on, yeah. This answer. Oh, he's chatting. He's, he's texting. He's, he's not talking. He said yes. Oh, he's texting? Okay. okay. He said yes. So ask your next question. Yeah. yeah. He said they had a meeting. Are we, are we having a meeting? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, be at, we'll be meeting at his house next week. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hold it up. <laughs> I'm showing up. Since you're not giving me the case one way or the other, I'm just showing up. That's yeah. it. <laughs> With the Battle of Hodaya. Okay, good night, everyone. See ya.